This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Let's get to let's get to Charlie. Thank you for waiting, guys. We're going to come to Greg straight after Charlie, and then oh, I see Danny's there as well. So we'll come to you as well, Danny, after Greg, because everybody's been waiting. Charlie, sir, what do you make of proceedings this evening in the fucking Noah-like arc kind of weather? Good evening. Good evening. Yeah, I'm probably going to go a bit against the grain from what people are saying tonight, but that probably makes it interesting. First of all, this comparing us to last season is getting a little bit boring for me now. Okay. It feels better, but I just think we need to look forward now, not back. And okay. tonight, looking forward, not looking back, I actually thought we played pretty shit, to be fair. I thought the Tom Ince goal was well worked. That was a team goal right from the outset. And I thought, crikey, we're actually looking like we're going to play the ball forward and go for it tonight. I think the two fullbacks, I will agree, looked totally out of their depth tonight. And I was so pleased when he brought the other two on. But... <sighs> It's just so boring when we've got the ball. It's backwards and sideways and a little dink forward, then it'll go back again. And if it wasn't for Martin's goal, the individual goal, which I missed, but apparently it was a cracker. I was getting a cup of coffee, serves me right. (laughs) I think we could have been in the shit tonight. And people say we look well coached. I don't think we do, Peter. Okay, (laughs) there's certain elements that we look better at, but we just lack any kind of idea going forward. People seem scared to put a ball in the box or push the ball down the middle. I felt sorry for the big number nine tonight, Rayovic. He didn't get any service at all. No. I think I saw one cross in the second half where he attempted that cheeky little backward header that worked against Birmingham. Yeah. But I just don't see it. I'm actually pretty confused. And are we really going to be happy with a two-all draw against a piss-poor West Brom side? Is that where we are at the moment? I don't know. And the Birmingham game, I don't know if you remember me saying, it it felt like Birmingham again tonight. But these individual errors, and this is the thing, people are saying we're well coached, but we're making so many stupid mistakes every fucking game, and it's really peeving me off. 
okay, there are there, there's elements that we look better in, but I think overall we just look an absolute shambles, particularly at the back. And when Pollock came on, I just wanted to pull my hood, hood over my head, and I thought, oh no. I mean, he he just looked very nervous, and that's understandable, but he doesn't give me any confidence. And this is what I keep coming back to: we've got no depth in the team. Where apart from two or three subs that come on and do make an impact, I just think that if Portius is out, God forbid, then we're going to be in the shit. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just being a bit too pessimistic. Maybe I'm just frustrating tomorrow. I'll view it a different way. But at the moment, I just think we look absolutely shite tonight. Tell me I'm wrong. I want to hear the positives from you guys. I just don't see what you guys are, are looking into at the moment, really. Really. Well, it's interesting. So, first of all, we uh, I think there's no arguing that we do too much passing backwards. And I would like us to see us, personally, move the ball forward that little bit quicker so that we're not making those decision those bad decisions making those catastrophic errors in the final third as we did a couple of times tonight to 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 disastrous effect that's just me personally i think the what's the phrase i'm looking for the ideology that we're playing to involving trying to bring this play the ball at the back is then to draw the team onto us but then pass around the press now that's been done by man city on a on a ridiculous budget where pep can go out and buy four uh, fullbacks. He did this about four or five windows ago. He went and bought two left backs and two right backs for a total of two hundred million, and then then had his fullbacks pushing in and doing what we're doing and coming out of position. That's great if you've got billion pounds worth of team on the park and the best coach in the world with the greatest will in, is trying to play something not dissimilar to that as a as a positional play. I'm not saying we're going to play quite the same technical level of football, but he's pay, he's doing that while shopping in Poundland. So I, th- I think I agree with you about depth. We had a little a chat about that a, a little bit earlier, and, and I agree with that, but obviously he's got to cut his cloth to what he's got. I think, and I've called it out a couple of times to see what people think, was the fact that when we moved the ball forward, you called it out, Rajevic had no service today. There was one time, and I can't remember whether or not it was when a, if it was when Espria was on or if it was when Ince was still on the pitch. And on the right side, Loser and he were combining. It, it would have been because Ngakia, and finally the ball finally came to Ngakia, who was the only right-footed player on the right to try to put in a cross so that it would curl away from the goalkeeper. Because if you hit an in-swinging cross in, in at that point, it's going to favour the goalkeeper. The exception was, as you said, Ryevich's goal on Saturday, which was from him. But the amount of times we see the number eights and the fullback and the, uh, the wingers always having to cut back in, whereas trying to get to the byline and pull back in or do what Ince did at Coventry, you know, when he went on the outside and put the ball across with his right, which isn't which is his standing leg normally, and there's Ryevich, bang, get the ball in. I, I would love to see him play around with those positionally, and I appreciate we've had some discussions about that and some people have said, well, maybe do it another way, maybe do it something else. I think that would give us something else. I, I think we can see a, a shape and a formation. Once he bought on bio I thought it gave us something else in terms of just numbers going forward but I thought we looked all over the place at the back and it felt like this could go 
one of either two ways. So, no, so you are absolutely entitled to call it as you see it. And that's generally what we want to hear. What what changes would you make? We put you in Valerian Ishmael's shoes for, uh, for for a couple of days in preparing to go to, to Leeds. Let's say you've got a fit bill of health. Let's give you porches back because we, can, we can't deal with that. What, what kind of what different things would you be asking the team to do in what areas of the pitch most to try to cut out the errors at one end and to try to actually provide something for young Ryovic at the other? Well, first of all, I'd have two traditional strikers up top. I'd have the big lad and a, and the smaller lad up front because there was an instant when Ryovic actually did flick the ball on in the first mm-hmm. half, but no one anticipated it. And I don't think anyone was actually close enough to even get there, even if they did anticipate it. I would, have, I would change the formation slightly. And I would go a bit more direct. Now I know in this, I know it's unfashionable these days to be a bit more direct, and everyone wants to see pretty football on the pit, on the grass, and all the rest of it. But this is the championship. We can think about sexy football, as Rude Gullick once said. When we get, if we ever get back to the prem, but I just think we need to get the ball in the box a bit more often. Dare I say, it, a bit more Graham Taylor style. I'm not saying hoof the ball every time, but I think I remember Backman pinging the ball down the middle of the pitch once in the whole game, and that was towards the end. Yeah. So for me, yeah, so for me, it would be a bit more direct, a bit more in their faces, try and see the whites of the goalkeeper's eyes a bit more often. I don't think we're getting close enough to be a threat. And like I said, I know we've scored four goals in two games, so that may seem a bit daft what I'm saying. But for me, it's just very going through the motions, we're putting our foot on the ball, we're standing around, we're knocking it back, then we're knocking it... For, and it's giving teams that we're playing against time to regroup, get their shape back, and there's just no urgency. So for me, it would be speed it up a bit and be a bit more direct. Lovely, lovely. I like this. People might be asking for pretty football, but Charlie's just become Valerian Ishmael for two days, and he's in a results-oriented game. Get the ball forward quicker, get bodies in and around him. Obviously, it'd have to be it'd have to be Bio and and Healy seems to have I don't know what he's got bubonic plague or something or other. We still haven't seen seen hide nor hair of him except for a League Cup penalty miss, which is a bit of a shame. Never mind, never mind. Travelling to Leeds on Saturday what do you suspect that the result might be up there are you more fearful after tonight or do you think there's going to be a bit more resilience away from home uh, going to Fortress Ellen Road well let's be honest about it we've spoken Coventry we had a mixed bag of away performances there we obviously scored at Coventry but we made those stupid errors again Stoke first half was woeful so I do you know what? It'll be typical of us at the moment. We'll go up to Leeds and put three in, beat them three nil or three one, something like that. But I am worried. I think if Leeds, it depends what Leeds turn team turn up, obviously. But I think Leeds will have a good go at us at Ellen Road, and I think, sorry to say it, and I hope I'm bloody wrong. But I just think we're going to lose and probably lose two or two or th- by two or three on on the weekend. We'll see, but everybody is entitled to their view in terms of how they saw the game today, whether or not they were positive, whether they were negative. The whole idea is it's balanced and it's well, no, it's not. It's balanced. It reflects what people's thoughts are. Charlie, thank you very much, sir. Let us know what your thoughts are after the game away at Elland Road. Let's get to- cheers, cheers, mate. Let's get to Greg, who's been waiting very patiently. Sorry, Greg, for for taking so long to get to you, sir. Hey right, mate, no problem. Yeah, first time coming on here, mate, to be fair. Oh. So I've listened a few times, but yeah, thought I'd uh, give you guys a bit of a shout out tonight. Wonderful so, stuff. Welcome, mate. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Yeah. What would you like to say? 
Yeah, so I didn't go tonight. I'm actually based up in the West Midlands and my missus is a West Brom fan, so it's been an interesting night. But Ooh, It's a good result yeah, for you then, but, let's be honest. Well, this is it. We're still friends, mate, so it's all good. But uh, yeah, I, th- I thought, you know what? I thought first half was a bit crazy, wasn't it? Like, you know, um, obviously, my, well, I'll be honest with you, I missed Ince's goal. I was too busy on my phone, so I missed that goal. And then Martin's lovely goal. Obviously, we, we know what he can do. I think he's going to get a few goals this season and I think a lot of them are going to be very similar. Obviously, we saw the one at Cov. And we saw the one tonight. I went to Cov as well. And he, he is a player. He gets on the ball. He excites you. He's the sort of player who gets you off your seat. Defensively concerns me. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a big fan of Porteous. But I think he just him, him and Hoot, they just seem to have moments where they kind of drift in and out of games. Five minutes, they look solid. And then they just look like they're off asleep at times. And the two fullbacks, Morris and, and Gakia anyway, but they just look out of their depth, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, in Gakia, he's, he's made a few mistakes tonight. And I, I, I agree with the last fellow. I, I do fear for us at Leeds if them two play. With Nonto and Somerville running at us, I, I fear for us up there. I feel, I think I heard a caller the other day who was saying it won't be long until we put a few goals past someone, which I think is fair. But I also think it will work the other way as well. And I think, I don't think it'll be long until a team puts a few goals past us as well. We've definitely got a lot of positives when we go forward. Create chances, players like Loser when he's on his day, Martins, as I've mentioned. But I feel defensively, we just, we look a new team. We look a team that are prone to mistakes. And that, that, that concerns me. I thought, Ismail, I've got a couple of things to say about Ismail, positives and negatives. Firstly, a lot of the West Brom friends and family that I've got up here, when we got him in, it was a tale of misery. It was like he's going to play negative, boring, unattractive football. You're going to make the same subs every game on the same minute and you're never going to play two up top. Now, we've played two up top against Coven again tonight. Obviously, he made the changes he bought on Bayo. So they've been proven wrong on that one. And obviously the subs as well. We've made them earlier. We've made different subs. So credit where credit's due. The only thing I would say is today I wouldn't have bought Pollock on. I would have dropped Serrata back and bought even maybe a Livermore or a Delhi just to see it out kind of thing and sure it up and allow a few of the other players to go and express themselves and have a pop last sort of 10, 15 minutes, which we never did. But yeah, second half, I thought that we we probably were a team that looking to go and win it. But a bit like the Birmingham game, they had a couple of chances and they could have also nixed it as well. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Oh, no, that's super stuff. We had a chat with with Kev, who's a friend of the podcast, mainly because yeah. we took the piss out of him and he forgave us. That always makes somebody a, a, a very good friend of the podcast, <laughs> who's, who's West Brom through and through. And he turned, he said, at the back, we're a bit of a mess. I thought they looked fairly organised uh, tonight and I thought their yeah. front seven are not un, an unreasonable championship front seven. They've got people like Mauer and Cab- Chalabar coming on. So I think, they're, I think they are below their position and we we're just we're literally just above them on goal difference in, yeah. in the league. Yeah, no, I think we, we are thing, where we are. Go on. Yeah, no, sorry. I think another thing no, as well is a lot of people up there. I think they were adamant we was going to sign Moet. I, I spoke to three people and they all said you'll sign Moet. Ismail loves him, and we ne- we never did in the end. You look at their squad, you look at our squad, and I think I think there, there's a lot of similarities. I think the starting elevens are decent, but I think you look at the squad depth in both teams, and I think very similar. And it wouldn't shock me if we're both near each other in the end at the end of the season because they're a team in that are building a little bit. We're a team obviously in transition. We've got rid of twenty odd players, bought in six seven players new manager yeah it's, it's going to be a long season I think there'll be ups and downs along the way but there's, it's definitely positives it's not as negative as some fans make out even if we do go up to Leeds on Saturday and take a bit of a pasting which wouldn't shock me it's one of them you've just got to take it on the chin really as you know I think what you find in seasons as well is we play certain players the first 
five, 10, 12 games. And some of these players, if they're not good enough, they'll get phased out. January will be here in no time. Christmas is around the corner. January will be here in no time. If we need players, we'll go and get players. The owners aren't going to see us in trouble at the end of the day. We've obviously got options there. If Val managed to turn down three players and said, look, I don't want these guys. There's obviously options there. They're not mugs at the end of the day, despite what people like Ron say. The owners, he's got his head screwed on. He's not want, he doesn't want to see this club go, go to shit, if you like. We've started all right. Very up and down, obviously drawn three, one, two, lost two, but there's definitely positives for me. Greg, wonderful stuff. Great debut call. Thank you, sir. But don't be a stranger. Mate, give us a shout from the home of the baggies or wherever you're... Yeah, I've got a season ticket, mate, so I do do get back when I can and go away and stuff. But, yeah, couldn't get back tonight, mate, because of work and whatever. But, yeah, all good. Trust me, that's done you no harm at all with the weather as it is. It's pretty foul out there. (laughs) Greg, brilliant stuff. Really glad to have Greg on there. A great call. Again, balanced looking at it. It's not all good. It's not all bad. It's somewhere in between, but... Everybody's allowed their opinion. That's the whole point. Do not scratch your eyes. Danny, sir. Danny, is it Danny or is it Danny and Mrs. Danny? Just me. She's, she's driving. We're almost home now. So oh. I'm, oh, I'm sorry for keeping you waiting there, mate. Sorry to keep that. Well, well done for getting there and, and drive safe. What, I cannot keep calling Mrs. Danny. It just seems wrong. Yeah. I should be calling her by her first name. What's Mrs. Danny's first name? I call, her given name is Rebecca, but she's my Becky. Oh. I, yeah. does, does we, can we call her? Can we call her Becky? You can call her. Becky. We're going to call her Becky. It's Danny and Becky. Yeah. There, we like that. We like that. Come on, then. What's the Iron Family consensus on on, on the evening? Mixed bag, really. We started off really quick. Then we conceded stupid two goals. The free kick, what Ngaki was doing, I don't know. Two, three chances to get rid of it. Then he fouled him. You can maybe argue Batman should have saved it, but then again, if Ngaki does his job, does your job. Sorry, uh-huh. that doesn't happen. And then the second goal, poor defending again. But then I like to attitude. We got back in the game straight away with a, a brilliant Martin's goal. And then I think after that, really, I think Kone's got to score that chance. He's just got to get his head down, get his foot over the ball, but he's leaning back, puts it over the bar. And then apart from that, I think Batman made a couple of really good saves in the second half. But apart from that, really, I think Joe is probably on the bounce of play is probably a fair result. Yeah, Kone, when he went through, he looked like he was caught in two minds. Do I lift it or do I hit yeah. it? And in the end, he did both, which, yeah. which was unfortunate. And it's one of those. I think... Backman will be called out when he makes absolute awful errors. Yeah. I think the only error he made for that first goal was playing the his selection of who he's going out to. Yeah. And then Gakia's touch takes it inside and then he tries to, to to make up for it. I don't think I can lay that. So I put Dan Backman as uh, as having had a, a very influential and positive evening, I think, definitely. overall. Yeah, definitely. Like, all, all us fans, we're quick to make noise of when he makes mistakes, but I think, Overall, I think he, again, he was very good at the weekend. And again, he was good tonight. So I hope he does keep that up because he, he did make some crucial saves tonight. And he's, it's such a confidence-affected position. And he yeah. is quite a confidence-affected player as well. You can see when, for example, the the own goal from Hoot at, at Coventry, immediately after that, and that was the second goal, he went. He suddenly turned very flappy at that point. So he's done well to come back from that to ha- to put in some confident kind of shot stopping displays. Hopefully, so we we shall see. We shall see. Are you venturing up to Ellen Road? Of course, I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> me, and the, me and the wife, and I'll be my dad's coming as well. My dad's driving us up, so that'll be good. Oh, very nice, very nice yeah. indeed. Well, don't forget if you, if you need a bed, obviously Wendover is is giving them out freely. <laughs> that may not actually be the truth. What the hell? He's sartorially elegant. He can do the same thing. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Good stuff. Good stuff. In terms of Kone's role, mm. of, uh, because mm. we, we've talked about the the one negative, what did he give us tonight that we haven't had from midfield? 
before. Uh, a bit of energy, I think, because his cameo one in the Birmingham game was outstanding. And I thought he started off the game really well. I think maybe the sort of the last 20, 15, 20 minutes, I think he tired a little bit because of how he plays. He's so energetic driving forward the ball. He's always looking for that full pass. Obviously, there was the odd time where obviously he had to go back. But I think 89% of the time he was looking to go forward, which is what you want as a midfielder. I generally stick with him. I'll stick with him Saturday. But the interesting one is obviously going to be if Porteous is not fit, does he drop Sierra out of back? I would personally, I'd agree with Greg. I'd personally, I think it was Greg, I can't remember who said it. Yeah, I'd, I'd drop Sierra out of back. Maybe you bring in Tom Deli and have a midfield three of Tom Deli, Kone and, and Loser. I think that would be an interest partnership in midfield. Ooh, ooh wow. Away, <laughs> so away, you wouldn't play a traditional deep centre. In fairness, actually, think about it. Kone for Canada, who play like a 4-2-3-1, he played a lot in the World Cup yeah. in that kind of two midfield sitting in front, double pivot kind of in front of the back four. So maybe that, yeah. that's something he might be it able could, to do. It could work, but then will that leave us exposed? Because again, Pollock, still not sure on Pollock. He's only young. It's not really fair to chuck him into a game of action. We know what happened the Millwall game last year. He got chucked in and he had a he had a mare in it. I did feel a little bit sorry for him, so I don't want the same time it's happened to him. Again, there's the option of maybe bringing Livermore in, but... When he played against Stoke, he had an absolute diabolic performance. So I would, I would be more tempted just to drop Sierra out of back in his natural position, bringing Tom Deli and go with that sort of midfield free pivot of, of them three. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. And again, when yeah. we talk about Pollock, again, we're coming back and talking about confidence because that Millwall game, yeah. we all know it was a horrific thing for the lad. He goes up to Aberdeen and Aberdeen absolutely loved him. And for everybody who's going, yeah, but the Scottish League is different. And I absolutely hear what you say. But he had some fine performances against the old firm and the kind of hearts and the stronger side. He was really considered really well but in a three. And of course, we're not playing a three. So it's somewhat yeah. different. There we go. Yeah. All right, Danny. So well, have you managed to get home now? We have literally just packed up outside our house. Well, let's let you get in because it'll be wet, damp and cold. Now you're home, so yeah. you, you get in and, yeah. uh, and, and forget back about Back home us. in Northampton. So back home in Northampton. Lovely stuff. Well, safe journey up to Elland Road. Say hello to Becky yep. for us. And now we're going to go across to Dallas because that's the kind of thing we do. Let's go across to Vinny. Hey, Vinny, how you doing? Yo, what's going on? I'm in sunny Dallas, Texas. It's great. <laughs> okay, so the battle of the weather, I, I think we can all agree that Vinny has won. That's fair enough. Oh, well, never mind. How how did it look on the uh, on the TV tonight uh, to, to this afternoon where you would be? Did you get to Did you get well, to see it, uh, or did work get in the way? Yeah, no, yeah, I was watching at work just openly at the uh, at the desk. But our, our our performance looked, dare I say, great as usual. But we we play a great brand of football, I think. But it just stinks because with the Coventry game and then tonight, it's like you play perfectly on offense, maybe just not getting Ryevich through on goal. You maybe ask for one or two more of those, but you get, you don't get three points basically playing perfect like that. I don't know. It, it's brutal. It's like that just one or two mistakes just screws us. Yeah, having Ravich and how we're playing, it does seem it's almost like having a decent wide receiver and running the ball every time. It does just does feel like we've got a key member of the team that we're just not yet feeding in in the way that that would make sense. And, and there were like two or two clear ones for man. It was a great run. I think it was Ngakia who like just missed him. I was like, dude, it's like right there. Yeah, but yeah. 
Well, I hope I'm not overreacting because, let's face it, people will say, hang on, Pete, he scored three goals in three games. He's getting his chances. But I, I, it would be really interesting to look at his XG, his expected goals. And expected goals is far too football for this place because we don't get to talk about things like that. But <laughs> that's a statistic. We just do a succession of knob jokes normally. It doesn't look like he's had dozens and dozens of chances and has missed them. He seems pretty dead-eyed in terms of his finishing capability. And the more we can create for him, the more opportunities he's going to have to get on the box and, and, and it all feeds in. Do you agree with, uh, with with Charlie a couple of calls ago in terms of perhaps going putting somebody up alongside him? Or do you just see it more a question of feeding the hopper for him? No, yeah, I, I don't. I don't really want a second striker. I, Mar- Martin's is too good on the wing, and Espria, when he actually gets to play, is really good on the wing as well. Um, and yeah, just back to your XG. I mean, he must have point one XG on three goals, which is incredible. Because <laughs> uh, that the header is probably just like ne- negative. But and also, I guess speaking of the XG too, like uh, our underlying XG metrics are incredible. Like open play XG goal difference. And regular are just so great. It's just where there's like a couple draws and those couple mistakes just screwing us. So I I'm, I feel pretty good. So how do we despite so one one of the themes of this evening, obviously, and it's a hangover, yes, from Coventry, but it's also obviously this evening it's pertinent. How do we eradicate those mistakes? Do we uh, again go back to Charlie's? Do we go a little bit more direct out of our own third, or do you like the brand of attacking football? just not in the in our own final third what, what is, what's your thoughts and then Lewis coming to you I, I guess I'd be a coach if I could answer this question correctly oh we're uh, all coaches here <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know I think our brand so it's just I guess maybe sometimes our players switch off sometimes they don't I guess you gotta just roll with it I don't know because I we, I we definitely don't need to be changing anything think attacking maybe people will think differently but like we're playing the modern football, it seems. And it's just, we got to make it work. And I guess it'll hopefully work. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, lo- lots of people will say, we're going through teething problems. Don't abandon it. Stay the course. And they could well be yeah, I, absolutely right. And that's what we do. I totally think that's true. There you go. There you go. Okay. Oh, Lewis is gone. Lewis, if you jump back in, we'll put you back in. Vinny, sir, have a good, have a good rest of the week. We're obviously playing Leeds. What I can never remember. Are the Cowboys playing at the moment in Dallas? Is it, is it uh, yeah, football season yet? The, yeah, Cowboys are the best team in the NFL. It's pretty great. And I always like the Leeds game. I went to a Leeds game at the Vic two years ago. It was terrible. I think we lost 3-0. Yes, that was it. I remember that one. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah. That was awful. That was awful. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to just quickly go back to the Cowboys, but a, a few years back, I came out for a work thing and we did a, a thing at the new Cowboys Stadium. And the, the the Cowboys also, this is the Dallas Cowboys, the the American football team, as we would describe it here. Do you know how, you know, when people move from one stadium to another, obviously we, we have it here as well. Do you know what, do you know how they demolished the old Dallas Cowboys Stadium? I'm pretty sure like literally with a bomb. They blew it up. I, they blew yeah, I it they up. They blew it up. You, you, um, you, but, you, then, but then it's funny. So we have a, I don't know, baseball team. We have a new baseball stadium. But we did not blow up the other one. We like kept it first. I think we do concerts there. Elton John played there once. Oh, yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure we literally blew it up. Yeah, that's um, it. You can go to you can like go it to was YouTube. Televised. It was like on TV. You could live stream it. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. That's brilliant, isn't it? This is a sporting franchise that knows how to do it. Could you imagine 
when when Luton finally moved to somewhere, I don't know, somewhere near the 19th, 20th century, maybe. Could you imagine them trying to blow up the old one? It would never take. It's just too, da- <laughs> it's just too damp. It would never get anywhere. It would never get anywhere for sure. Vinny, sir, have a great rest of the day, mate. And thanks as ever for calling. Yep. Lovely to hear from you. you. Too. Cheers, mate. Hi, this is Amin Abdi, and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Let's go across to last call of the evening. Let's go across to, to Lewis. Sorry, I nearly lost you there, but I hope you're back. Lewis. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I cut out. I was watching ah, from it, data to Wi-Fi. It's, it's all right. It's Elon Musk. <laughs> he doesn't put 50p in the meter and everything goes to shit, but never mind. Yeah, seriously, I went with the usual people I went with tonight. It was actually the second game I've been to this season. Uh-huh. The first game, QPR and tonight. I discovered tonight there's a train from Watford Junction to Clapham Junction. Direct. Unbelievable. Changed my life. <laughs> I just, just got to Watford Junction. I, so I live very near Clapham Junction. Yeah. Just suddenly said, yeah, one stop to Clapham Junction. I thought, that's fantastic. 40 minutes. So, yeah, I'd usually still, still be on some Victoria Line train at Euston or something at this point. But Well, I, I used, I used to work in Richmond and went all the way in on the Met Line and came in. Don't worry about everybody. We'll get to football in a couple of minutes. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, I mean, Lewis, we're just talking about commuting. Don't worry. I, just, um, I was just stunned. So I, just, I feel I have to tell everyone. But anyway. There you go. Um, Anybody needing to go to the Clapham Judge? There you go. Single stop. Excellent stuff. Other than the commute, what do you reckon for the rest of the evening? I found myself... So I, this thing, I go over a friend of mine and his dad who we just we tend to just have a laugh. But I mean, we did find ourselves laughing every minute in the first half, just laughing at how just a really fun game of football, but at the same time, a bit concerning. I imagine most stuff's been discussed already about actually we threw away two goals and mm-hmm. maybe Batman could have done better on the free kick, etc. Two great goals by us. The one thing I just... Having noticed since... Having only been to one game... QPR home. Yeah. I did whenever the whenever I had the ball, so either Portius or Hoot had the ball or Sierra Sierra would come back and then Morris and Ngakia would go into like a narrow left and right mid. Yeah. And I couldn't really work out what the sort of tactic was. I don't know if we've been doing that all season, because I've not I'll, I'll be honest, I've last few games I've been watching highlights, I haven't really watched the full match back. Cool. But I, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that or people bring that yep. up because it's quite yep. interesting. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it you have obviously Martins who stays up left. And then obviously the ints who stays out right on the right wing. Then you have these two running mm-hmm. through the middle. And it, it doesn't seem, it seems like we then get very, if we lose the ball quickly, which we did tonight, those gaps at left and right back get very easily. Yeah. Well, the, the, ball, the ball goes into that. I think that's what happened to the second goal as well. Morris losing the ball. Yeah, the the one thing that nobody has said about Val Ball, no matter whether or not it's this version of it where we're playing it far more, or the the previous direct one, it's never been he's never been accused of not leaving the door open at the back in some yeah. way, shape, or form. So it, it's pretty gung ho. It is exactly as you said earlier on. Crikey, we've got firepower up front, but trust me, we can turn that that gun to our own foot at any moment. But that's become it, it's not happening in quite the same way. It's happening because when we 
do push into midfield, and not just because of pushing into midfield from from a fullback position, is if we do give the ball away. And bearing in mind we're going in and we're condensing and playing in ever tighter areas because we're pushing more players forward. When we give that away, it's only a quick spin in, and their forwards could be racing away from us tonight. And uh, and we saw that with Asante getting away. Fortunately, the ball wasn't in on goal much, apart from Backman did make a really good save in the second half at one stage. It's, yeah, it's one of the things that, that he's done. The other thing that he was accused of previously at both uh, Barnsley and also at, at at West Brom, as well as Besiktas when he was there, was that it was suggested that he didn't have a plan B. And I think what we're seeing plan B and sometimes even plan C is that the different players playing in the position will play it differently. So, for example, when Ryan Andrews comes on, he tries to get forward. He tries to make an underlapping run or he, he doesn't always go into that kind of central midfield area from a fullback. He varies it a little bit. So it's, yes, it's a little bit odd. It takes a little bit of getting used to, and it takes a little bit of, oh Christ, why have we given the ball away there? Couldn't we it make it a though. bit better? It was a bit of a basketball match. I just, just for, so we had another mate who came, he's a neutral. And then the game, so that was one hell of a game of football. Yeah, there was, yeah, there weren't any goals after what, 25 minutes, but I thought the first half was so entertaining and you can't really, can't really answer much more. And yeah, we could have asked for three points, obviously. But in terms of an actual spectacle, I thought it's, it's good fun. The only other two things I would say, mm-hmm. I thought West Brom were dreadful. I thought they were apps. I really didn't think they were that good. And to not get three points, I think it's pretty disappointing. I thought the amount of times they gave away the ball. I don't know, has anyone raised this? Obviously, I haven't listened to the last hour. Go on. As their keeper's distribution, I just thought was like so bad. One of the worst I've seen since watching Watford. Like as bad as we've been at times on the foster of distribution. Just kept giving the ball away. And the amount of times we got on the break, I think it happened with Kone one on one, the one he chipped over. Mm-hmm. They just they would just lose the ball. And I don't know where their centre I think Furlong's the right back, but they're two centre backs. Yeah. I just thought were well, why we well, I think we were pressuring them towards the end, but I don't know, as a, as a West Brom fan, I don't know, would you be is that what they've been doing all season? I just would you be concerned? Well, we chatted what? we chatted to Kev for the opposition view yesterday, and he said at the back we're a mess, we're all over the place, and that we will we will shoot ourselves in the foot. Quite literally, use those uh, those words. But when they get themselves sorted out, but going forward, they have got they've got some firepower as well. We're on the same number of points. We've won the same number of games, drawn the same number of games, lost the same kind of games, and I think we've got similar symptoms but playing football in a slightly different way. For some people are going to look at it and say, we're playing, we're trying to overplay it. We're trying to play not forward enough. Are we playing with enough variation perhaps? Can somebody now look at us and go, well, this is the plan we're going to make. I thought they pressed us quite more than a lot of teams, certainly more than Birmingham did. And and I, I thought we... Personally, I thought we failed that test. You can tell Lewis has got to clap them, obviously, everybody. It's one of those. It's one of those. Anyway, sir, thank you very much for the call. We've just, now- uh, just go on. one more funny thing. I saw Far away. Game. Far away. Carl, Carl got very excited when he came up on the pre-match video. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. I just scream guilty. <laughs> I, mean, I don't the- know who he was sitting with, but he was sitting with someone and he nudged them and went, oh, look, it's me. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I know. His, his face on the big screen is just very bad. It's not a good thing. The um, the uh, Sitting where I am in the family stand, the scoreboard 
over the rookery was was blinking out panels all over the place. I imagine they probably saw that this afternoon and went, no, I'm not going to go up there and fix it in this rain. Never mind. So hopefully that'll improve in the future. Louisa, thank you ever so much. Hope to hope to see you at, at more games at the Vic this week. Let's get across to our five-word reviews. More and more people are ignoring this whole, this whole five-word nonsense, and quite right too. Well done, everybody. The big Lebowski who kicked off the show said, Kone, defo not worrying about his hair anymore. What a transformation he is going to be important for us now. Ben Pegram, who also we heard earlier on, said, uh, not enough variation in play. By the way, this came out before the final whistle, Justin, he says. Well said. What well pointed out, Dave Lavender said, too slow getting ball forward. We heard what we were talking about earlier on. Charlie said, this, come on, let's be a bit more direct. Let's be a, maybe a bit more useful with it in terms of efficiency. Jason Brewer, sort out the Sutton car park. Is it Sutton Car Park or is it Sutton Road Car Park? I don't know. Either way, Jason gets in under the five-word barrier. Well done. Brian Edwards, very entertaining despite the weather. Watford FC Sweden, we're still finding our rhythm. I don't know if that means we are or we're still not. I'm not sure. Badly drawn Watford said, still not fixed rookery leak. Well, crikey, tonight that would have been like a monsoon. Carl Campion, no umbrella. Thanks, Watford FC. Yes, that's true. Big Lebowski back again. Oh, well, at least Chalabar didn't score. Mark Noly, some good movements, some horrendous. Yeah, that was probably the order of the day. Gary said, three points to the EFL. Oh, yes, that's true. That's true. Kev of West Brom did indeed predict a Desmond Tutu. Ben says, fuck knows, Peter, I'm clueless. I don't know. What I will get to that in a moment. Thanks, Ben. What did Jarvis predict? Jarvis predicted 4-2. At some stages, all things could have been happening. Gareth Kingswood Hornet says, Oppo breaks, we look fragile. I thought on the on the break was that where they were going to give us more issues. John Parsley, rookery as leaky as defence. Oh, I'm seeing a common thread here. Carbs, Andrew Hallister says that when it pours, it, or when it rains, it pours. Dickie Sutton, another man of the match perform, uh, display from Backman. Yeah, no, we talked about him earlier on. I didn't get to see, it's going to be really interesting to go and take a look at this because Lewis just said maybe Batman could have done better on the free kick. I haven't seen it, so I'll look, look forward to seeing that. Jacqueline Waterman says, first game after month hospital. Oh, Jacqueline, I hope you're, hope you're feeling better now. Alan Lathwell said, erratic defensively, promising going forward. James DJ says, leaking skies and defences. This hell or high water thing is, 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 I like this theme. I like it very much. Alan WFC says, we're getting our Watford back. Maybe. Who knows? Ben, Pollock in team scares me. I'm sure that's not a typo, but just in case. Willie Eckers, has it stopped raining yet? No, Kenny, it has not. Ryan Cripps, frustrating result. Backman the hero. Bakun Bio <laughs> says Ngakia, four years, still shit. Don't think he's a fan. Don't think he's a fan. Dr. Dickie Sutton says that was pinball, not football. Louis Teixeira, damp finish after lightning start. Gary Selwood, stop making bloody stupid mistakes. <laughs> now, I think that is the theme that, that we've had. Back in bio, back again now. He's giving us lots of things on here. Pollock moves like a tractor, he says. He also says, Morris, live action, finding Dory. Oh, the film. Oh, I see. So it's, it's like a, a guppy fish. Okay, I get that now. I, I, that, sorry, it's it's late. It took me a while to work it out. Harry Clark says fans blinded. Ryovich poor. Bio. I think he wants. I think he wants him in. I think three goals in still in three games there, Harry. I think you're being harsh, but no. Bio came on to good effect. I thought he really did. JH immediately says bio more movement than Ryovich. He did. He came on and I thought he did give us something. Ah, what's that, Roberta Hollis? Those that joined my Watford West Brom live watch along thanks oh Roberto Hollis did, did a watch along did he I really enjoyed it Watford 2 West Brom 2 okay cool cool yeah people doing watch alongs of games as well that's good back in by again both fullbacks to blame he says back in bio is giving us some really good stuff here bio subbed on too late he says 
Oh, blimey, these are good stuff. I like that vacuum. Hampshire Hornet said, our own worst enemy, rain. A Desmond in awful condition, says Mal. Hey, Mal, hope you're good, mate. Alan Ray, no service for our strikers. Had draw written all over it, says Richard WFC. Potso out. Dan Hart, Dan Harvey, hello, sir. I like what I'm seeing. Roy Cripps, it's the defence. Needs focus. Ben Slater, Aspria needs more Carvery dinners. I think that's a good idea. I think we may have to, Justin, we may have to have some kind of poll as to what dinners basically we should be giving Espria to boost him up on the old Yao Pedro diet. Brian Edwards, Backman, man of the match. James, generally ball, says defensive frailties negate more goals. True, it's all about balance. Flatan comes on, having none of this five-word nonsense. Totally Morris' fault for the second goal. He said, we are at home, but appear to play like the away team. I can't work out if it's confidence or we are just not very good. Okay, cool. Ant says, and Gakia should not fucking start. Hello, Ant. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not even on and he's still swearing. Well done. I like that very much. Index Jesus. Rain impact, huge. Useful point. Way to look at it. Squad already looking wafer thin, says it's time to go. Paddleboarder WFC says two wins in eight is poor. Derek Armson, too many mistakes yet again. Ben Coleman, I'm numb to defensive errors. James Thorne, stop playing it back. Paul Biswell, fullbacks cost us the game. Backman saved us again, says Hornet 006. Hornet dude says some good, but also bad. David, RIP, dead Fred says... It is what it is. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Nick Newland. Hey, Nick says, I think it was raining. It was a tad. It really was. Billy says that we get better every week. But William Wonga says, boring, boring football. Greg, who we just heard from, said, me and the missus still friends. WBA fan. That is a diplomatic kind of coup. That is to get away from, from a game that, that splits the family and still be talking. That's good. Let's have a quick look at the long forms and then we'll wrap up for the evening. It is a school night after all. Stephen Atkinson says, Backman, three moments of brilliance, but an absolute howler for the second goal. Big Lebowski, Justin unintentionally reminded me of a flippant comment you made, Pete, about drummers not being musicians. In your favour, you knew it would get me going and actually apologise to me when making the statement. Anyway, I'm working on it and you'll hear from my lawyers in due course. I, this... This platform is getting me into more trouble. In fairness, he's a drummer. He's not going to really know a lawyer. Dave Lavender says, two very average sides. We are too slow and pedestrian in getting the ball forward. Would like to see someone play alongside Ryovic as he looked a lost soul out there on his own. Maybe put Martins down the middle with him. Overall disappointed in getting just a point. Stephen Atkinson back again for a couple here where he says, we might be looking coached, but the coaching manual is missing the part on how to attack. Never mind the quality, feel the wet. Leaky, not just the defence. What? I have no idea where that video is. That video is certainly not in the in the rookery, but it makes the point. Uncle Ron is back, everybody. Don't worry. Morris, the left-back reincarnation of Colin Simpson. Colin Simpson. Oh, Ron, well done, sir. That's quality. Ron, he, he was he, he was a player who he, he was a player who would win a competition of footballer who looks most like chartered accountant. John Parslow says, come on, everyone, cheer up. We didn't lose, and Kone could have won it twice, and it was fun. Lots of positives if we cut out the really stupid errors we win no one drowned and <laughs> just checked Luton still have less points than a pencil onwards and upwards you horns Steve Atkinson says Ben Wilmot scored again Ben Wilmot I think it was the most progressive passing in the championship was he one that we let go too early maybe who knows the big Lebowski says Alan Lathwell speaks the gospel to paraphrase be positive look at the difference be patient it will take time we must be positive right now we have short memories of the hell that we have been through for some years now oh 
And as for an addendum, oh God Almighty, I think he's going to come back with something else in a minute. What, but don't worry about. It. Don't listen. Don't listen to Brett. He's a drummer. He. he knows not of what he speaks. Stephen Atkinson, Charlie is absolutely spot on. He says, John Parslow, Sierra Alta, is too important for the way we play to take him out of that position. I did wonder if we would trust Pollock as our backup centre-back. We need faith in youth and give him a chance. will be interesting to see how we fare with less possession at Leeds. Does Bio start? Question mark. Well, we come back to Stephen's point. Charlie's right. Do we play two up front? Would that give us a different problem? Would it make the movement, might that be an option away? Might Bio in for Ryovic, because it's away from home, occupy the the, the opposition defence a bit more, maybe? I don't know. All these things to be thought of. Dan Harvey and Gakia is absolutely dreadful. Looks so uncomfortable on a football pitch. As a bog standard right back, he's bad. But as a player expected to attack, create, etc., like a fish out of water. Ismail may be a good coach, but trying to turn in Gakia into a football is beyond even him. Louis Teixeira says, frantic start, scored two good goals. Ince, Kone and Martins look good. Backman looks much better, made some good saves second. Could have gone either way, was a decent point. On to Leeds, where it'd be nice to end our winless away run. Gary says, apparently, the reason Lewis didn't start was he the complaining of muscle aches after the Birmingham game. Ooh. Well, I was saying that they're going to be, they're going to be, managing his workload because when a player comes back from injury and I appreciate the old thing used to be you got fit and you just basically go out and blood and thunder and see what happens but then we the the modern way and sports science is you're going to try and ease that player back in but it sounds like he was complaining of muscle aches after the Birmingham game Justin has come back and said he was Gary Webster Greg he was after Dennis Waterman. We're talking about Minder. Don't worry, everybody. If you don't know what that is, really, you're probably better off. Paddleboarder says, am I the only one who thinks two wins in eight is poor? Exciting football means nothing if we aren't coming away with three points. No, that's you. you're not the only one. People have observed it. All opinions are welcome. As Latin says, uh, poor quality. We are not talented enough to play out from the back. We just give needless goals away. Uh, Ismail may have to rethink this. Paul E says exciting football is winning football. The football is better granted compared to last season, but playing like this over the season, we will be mid table again. Can't string more than two wins in a row. And the other question, of course, oh no, Paul, let's carry on because he's made two points here. Sorry. Don't know about the bloody good game of football was a couple of good goals, but plenty of mistakes from both teams still lacking up front being clinical and needs an athletic strong ball playing central midfielder. Loser doesn't have the legs. Pollock is dreadful and shaky on the ball and positioning. The, the point I was going to make was Charlie came on and said, I, I, I get the fact that people are saying it's better than last year. Not, no, no contesting of that it was. But should we start looking forward now rather than looking back? Is that now what we need to do? Do we need to go, okay, last year was last year. Now let's see what we're here. I think most of the conversation has been about what would you do to improve from where we are rather than last year. But I do understand his point. And I think I think you just saw Paul echoing that and and Latan before him. Wendover Horn said, here's self-inflicted. What's this? Oh, Wendover, I'm going to have a word with you about who. I know who that is, but I can't remember his name. Never mind. Snowboy says, exciting football. Two championships teams who will struggle, finish above mid-table. And Gakia Morris and Pollock are very limited players. Loser seems not to want to play for Ishmael. Terrible conditions, but the standard of play match the conditions. Stay safe on the way home, everybody. He also says, we have a wafer-thin squad. We have yet to, to actually play anyone decent in the championship. We are nervous going forward and the team doesn't want to lose. So end up playing safe. No risk, no gain. Pollock and Gakia and Morris should have been released in the summer. 
and Gakia always looks frightened when he has the ball. Morris is just not good enough. Pollock is nervous as he knows he's he lacks any pace. I don't think Pollock is the only one who lacks pace. I think against if if we put the eleven at any point of West Brom against ours in a in a basically in a foot race over fifty yards, I think they were going to win that every single time. Right, everybody. It's approaching midnight. I think it's time that we all go off and get some beauty sleep. Let's face it. God knows I need it more than anybody. So there we are. It's a draw tonight. It's a Desmond Tutu. We go to Leeds on Saturday, wondering quite what we'll see, quite what will happen. We never quite know. But the one thing is going to be clear. There's going to be lots of people traveling up there. I know it's already sold out. Do scream them on, no matter what the score, no matter what happens, no matter how good, bad or indifferent it is. Effectively, we are Watford. It's the one team. Nobody here is a glory hunter. We're all here to support them. That's what we'll do. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.